introduction. Y'all ready for the introduction? That was the introduction. Oh god, it was awful. The introduction was in you the whole time. In your mouth. It was in me. Oh yeah. Ugh. I I don't think I like that. <laughs> I feel anyway, like... this episode of Slazoom is brought to you by Huh. Caleb, have you ever have you ever woken up in the morning and said, Dead gummit, my pillar is just too dry. Um occasionally. Well, if you're tired of your pillow being dry, you should try out our next sponsor, Drooling in Your Sleep. Tell me more. Drooling in Your Sleep. It's the best kind of drooling because you can't control it at all. Go on. <laughs> as opposed, as opposed to oh my drooling God. you can control. Well, I mean, I mean, like when you're awake, you'd be like, oh, I'm drooling. I'm going to shut my mouth and suck it up, but... Hmm. I'm weird about sleep drooling, because, like, I almost never do it, and then, like, once every four months I'll wake up in a giant puddle of saliva on my pillow. Hmm. That's, like, a nice little, um, you know... Because, you know, a lot of people will keep, like, a glass of water on their nightstand in case they get thirsty at night. Mm-hmm. But if you just do a lot of drooling, you can just suck that back up, and that's, you know, nice and refreshing. I like I like to drool in somebody else's sleep. You know, while they're sleeping, just, like, drool over Standing them. Standing over them. <laughs> yeah. You and your dogs. Yeah. yeah they're good at it, <laughs> do, you, do you remember the show Room Raiders on MTV or whatever? Nope. Where they'd, like... Really? They'd, like... I don't know. They'd give, like, a girl, like, a kit or a guy a kit, and then they'd go in somebody of the opposite sex's room and, like, inspect them. Oh, room I remember and that. And decide if they, like, wanted to date them or something. Yeah, that was. They'd, like, decide if they wanted to date someone based on their room. Yeah, but here's a a scene from every single episode when they're in a guy's bedroom. They would take a black light to the bed, (laughs) and there'd just be, like, stains all over the bed. There'd be, like, stains all over the pillowcase, and the girl would be like, ew, like, implying that he's jizzing on his pillow. On his pillow. When I'm like, that's fucking saliva. <laughs> the rest of it is cum, but that is <laughs> Did they what? not do that with the woman's bed, ever? It's like a black Now, light. in my head, all I can remember is women searching men's rooms. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, and women searching men's browser histories. <laughs> Oh, come on. incognito mode was a thing. Oh, man. <laughs> we, were, we were, you know, like, still pretending that not everybody watched porn all the time back then. You had oh, yeah. to still pretend, like... I like those thing. times. And I, I'm one of the people that have ruined this, I think. Because I'm so guys. nonchalant about my lesbian porn. But, you know, really sneaking around. That was fun. Yeah. I felt like a real-life spy. That's true. Did did either did any of you guys ever um, print something off? Yes, definitely. (laughs) I definitely did. I did. I put it in my in my Pokemon card book because nobody's gonna look at my fucking Pokemon cards. (laughs) God, why are you beating off to Raichu? Don't look at me. (laughs) Why aren't you? Don't look at me! Right, thick. I remember I had this great plan. Um, Ethan just had an alphabet book. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that beat. Uh. Um, to, to be fair, the whole masturbating to anything 
that bared a slight resistance to boobs or butt cheeks, including the letter B. Um, you know, that was probably only like three months of early puberty when you don't really understand what's going on in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's my... The best three months of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Literature class was just so erotic. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Because I, I remember printing stuff off. Because this was like, uh, you know, the early 2000s. Oh, this was like uh, 2000 or 2001. I was like in seventh or eighth grade. And um, my family had two computers. One was, uh, you know, the big desktop tower unit, and one was a laptop, and it had a card. It was like, back then it was hard to find a laptop with internet access, so this had a card that would pop out, and you'd put the phone jack in it. So you'd have to have this wire that you just have hanging there. Um, <laughs> Leading straight to the scene of the crowd. And because I had to cover my tracks, uh, you know, in terms of the search history, I discovered... The correct phrase, the correct thing to search for on Alta Vista, so that it was a a seemingly innocuous search, but there were pornographic things that popped up through it. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I remember because it was I was I discovered this when I was doing a I was doing a semester project, a booklet um, about the Civil War, and I was like searching for like a starving slaves and would, like <laughs> even that like sex starved sex slaves would keep popping up occasionally because the filter caught most of it but like one in every 200 images that popped up would be like um you know like half of a boob <laughs> so, why why is ethan repeatedly searching <laughs> for, for starving, starving slaves <laughs> like i gotta what find the, the fuck right? is wrong with him i gotta find him that's somehow so much worse <laughs> I swear, I was just—I was just beating off to the idea of my fellow man, you know, dying of starvation while he hungers even more for the basic freedom and human rights that every man is owed. Oh, that's what you, you're thought you joke. There's women. somebody with that fetish. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, um, like a third of the country. Oh yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, you're you're doing your ancestors proud. <laughs> um. We should probably move on to a different topic, otherwise we're going to spend the whole podcast talking about feeding it again. Okay, it'll be like the third podcast. Oh, being generous. <laughs> uh, so, getting to some fresh territory that um, we tend to not really touch on very much in this podcast. I have some thoughts on the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> really? That's going to be a breath of fresh air. I'm going to have to do some research before yeah. we get to this. I'm not sure I'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that's a breath of fresh air. I know. I mean, we just spent so much time talking about the Silmarillion. I think fans were really getting sick of it. I never I mean, even seen them. What the fuck? I'm just kidding. I've seen them oh. a million times. Killer, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you would have said, "I only read the books," I'd been like, "Okay, that's a hipster thing to say." Ha! But. Wrong. So Sorry. the the downtown theater here in Lincoln has been re-showing the uh, extended edition Lord of the Rings movies over the last uh, couple weeks, and so uh, Ethan and I have been to see the first two so far, 
And I, I have a couple, a couple the extended comments. version, right? Oh yes, oh yeah. Isn't that that's like three and a half hours long? How long is that? The uh, first one was three and a half hours. The second one was four and a half hours. Oh, how many bathroom yeah. breaks did you take? Uh, more you. beer breaks, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a mix. Yeah. So okay, so the first point that I have is just Frodo is the worst goddamn ring bearer because he keeps trying to give the ring away. <laughs> like, okay, right at the beginning, he tries to give it to Gandalf. When he gets to okay, Lothlorien... it's really easy to hate on Frodo. But we don't understand. I think almost Keep anybody going, could have done better than him. Yeah, they should just give it to Sam to start with. When he got to Lothlorien, he just tried to give it to Galadriel. and said, here you go, have at it. Because yeah, the Noldor have proven so trustworthy. Yeah. Um, uh, I think know, they use Noldily in the extended version of the movies, so we're talking about the movies here, Ethan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Get it right. Um, at the uh, at the end of Fellowship, he tries to give it to Aragorn. Yeah. You know, just one one last thing there at the end. It's kind of a dick move to Boromir. Like, Frodo, give me the ring. He's like, no! Fuck you, Boromir. Aragorn. No, him? you might use this to try and help Gondor. Hey, Aragorn, have this ring to try and help Gondor. <laughs> I think you'd look good with this ring. Yeah. Just for the lulz. Okay, and then worst of all, at the end of the two towers, it, this is in the movies, when he's in Osgiliath, think... he offers to give it to the fucking Witch King. I'm pretty sure he was under some sort of trance there. Uh, I don't think so. I think I, he was that's It would have been better if he, was, if he was in, like, Bree or something like that. It's like, sure, I know a Baggins. Frodo Baggins, he's over there. And then it pans to Frodo, and he's like, just trying to give it to some random guy. <laughs> Do you want this? Who wants he this? He very well may have. <laughs> he threw it up in the air, like, someone else take it. Ah, oh, shit, it's going to fall on my head. Let's stand up. Guys, we don't understand. I get, like, by, like, the end of the second movie and halfway through the, well, mainly in the third movie when he, like, kicks Sam to the curb. I'm like, you fucking twat! Like, come on! Yeah. You're so stupid! But we don't understand, you know? The power of the ring. Well, yeah, but the power of the ring makes you obsessed with it and want to hold on to it and keep it for yourself and use it for yourself. He was just trying to get rid of it. Like, that's not even... But maybe yeah, I, I do, the ring I, once. I do think that, that shows how the ring had a lot less power over him than other people because he was trying to oh, give yeah. it away. But maybe that's what give the away, ring give wanted. Give it away, give it away now. That's what that's it's certainly what it wanted away. when he was trying to give it to the Nazgul. Which Because he, he ended up in Hobbit hands, like, he, the ring ended up in Hobbit hands just, like, on accident. Didn't pick what up, did you fart? But what did it intend? Like, what's going on down there? I guess there were some or, some goblins in those mountains. Maybe it meant to be found by one of them? Maybe it meant for something else to happen, and then... Just got taken into the very innards of the mountain, and he's like, ah! I mean, it didn't choose to abandon Gollum, like, before it was in the mountains, though. Because I think before Gollum was in the mountains, Sauron wasn't ready to return, so the ring still wanted to hide. safekeeping. Yeah, right. So that's, I mean, probably why it went in the mountains in the first place. Why it made Smeagol want to go into the mountains and hide. Just to hide. But you would have thought, like, maybe... I don't know. 
how how connected are the ring and Sauron? Would it have thought like maybe maybe I should take this creature to go to uh, Mirkwood because that's where Sauron is. And that's know. a good place to hide too. I suppose it sort of depends on um, the strength of Sauron at any time, right? Because you know his strength is pretty diminished um, when he was defeated. Um, was it at the end of the Second Age or whatever? Yeah. Um, so that might have like really severed the, his connection with the Ring. But as he got his strength back, he was able to connect with it Send more and guide it more to his will. Also, he got a boombox. <laughs> it's like that scene from whatever fucking movie John it is, Cusack, where he's like standing outside, like Sauron standing outside the window of the Ring's house with the boombox. <laughs> yeah, that was actually that was actually John Cusack. Um, like in the in the first one where it actually shows Sauron when he's uh, you know embodied in a humanoid form as a Dark Lord. Uh, that was actually John Cusack under. I want that mask. Or that face shield. What's the word? Helmet. That's what I want. <laughs> what what is the difference? Would that be a helm? I feel like a helmet is a smaller helm. Yeah. I feel like a helm is more ornamental. His clearly no, had I would want to I should do research on that. I should, yeah, I won't. Can you get like a bicycling helm instead of a bicycling helmet? <laughs> Covers all the way down to your neck. Yeah. I was just waiting for this moment for Caleb to get me a beer instead of walking eight feet myself. Well, you know that's like a derogatory uh, stereotype or slang against like uh, kids or or even adults uh, with uh, intellectual disabilities. Like, oh, he'll be wearing a helmet. You know, I don't know if it's, like, the same thing that causes, like, it's, like, uh, hydrocephaly or something where it would cause someone to have a delicate cranium, they'd have to wear a helmet. Epilepsy. Or just they couldn't be trusted not to run into a wall. But, you know, people derogatorily referring to, like, uh, people with intellectual disabilities, disabilities as, uh, you know, uh, helmet wearers. Mm. Now, what about helm wearers? I mean, would it be so much more metal, like... If, 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 like, you had an intellectual disability that required your brain to be protected, like, wouldn't it be so much more cool to wear, like, a big Sauron helm? If, okay, so if I ever have kids, I'm going to intentionally brain damage them. <laughs> so that way they have an excuse to wear badass helms. That's right. Just, like, feed your baby mama math. <laughs> <laughs> Lend paint. <laughs> Like mixing a little bit. Is of that formula in that body there? Up. Nope. Blood nope. paint. It's meth. <laughs> the baby is tripping baby balls. Formula. <laughs> <laughs> tripping baby balls. So I didn't watch the extended edition, but I watched the Fellowship this week because I had to split it into three days because I forgot how long it is mm. and I didn't have more time. Wow. And. uh... I had a question, which I looked up and answered, but for myself, kind of. But when they have to go through the, in the fellowship, when they have to go through the mines of Moria, and Gimli's all like, oh, we'll have the greatest welcome. All my bros are in there just waiting for us. And then good, good Gimli impression. Red meat ripe <laughs> off the bone. 
And then they, they step inside, and it's like, oh, everyone's been dead for 25 years. Surprise. And he's, like, so surprised. And I was like, uh, what kind of friend is he that he didn't know? What kind of nephew, yeah. Well, because, like, uh, 66 years at least have passed between... But I, I looked up the answer. And the movie portrayed it differently than the book. In the book... Gimli didn't want to go through the mines of Moria either. Like, they were all like, that's a scary place. And he was like, my uncle went there 25 years ago, and we haven't heard from him since. (laughs) (laughs) Or we stopped hearing from him 25 years ago. Like, I don't think it's a good situation in there. Well, isn't like the the dwarves, like, dug so deep they dug straight into Angband? That's not what you want. Is that what they're, is that what it was supposed to be? I guess I didn't think about that. What? What did they dig into? Basically hell. (laughs) Um, well, Ang- wasn't that, like, farther up north? What was before Angband? What was Morgoth's little playpen called? Uh, Alabama? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was... Yeah, they that's the ring. When the ring found out, it wanted to go back. It abandoned Gollum, and it found Sauron and said, we should go back home to Greenbow, Alabama! (laughs) (laughs) Yep, now that's a crossover that needs to happen. Maybe that's what they're, that's what, uh, who is it, Amazon's doing with the new Lord of the Rings uh, TV show. Lord of the Gump? Yeah, I still hope it's just a cast from Fellowship of the Ring because they all hang out together still. dead. I hope it's just because uh, they'll, they'll like sit out like Snapchats or things on Twitter of like them all just hanging out together like watching the Super Bowl at Viggo Mortensen's house. I just hope it's just like a uh, live camera feed of them hanging out together, but like half of them are in costume and they kind of keep slipping in and out of character. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. It's like they stay in character until like one of them like gets too angry because there's like some underlying like personal grievance about somebody slept with somebody's girlfriend or something, <laughs> and it starts slipping through. But then that's overridden by in-universe things. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I want to see yeah. more than anything. And they keep back and they keep treating the like hobbits and dwarves as if they're. Shorter, even though they're like they don't have like the weird camera angles and green screen effects, so all the actors are like because John Reese Davies like yeah, fucking huge, he's giant, and then like, like uh, yeah, like Viggo like Mortensen, like, like, Woods, like hey, why don't you let me get this off the top shelf? Or no, not not him, but uh, yeah, Viggo Mortensen, like <laughs> yeah. I was imagining them sitting all in the house watching like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, like oh my god, look at all this horny little. Fuckers, and then John Reese Davis is like, you know, it's true, you don't see many dwarf women. <laughs> don't dwarf women, like, look the same as dwarf men? It's the beards. Yeah. They do it's have the beards. beards. It'd yeah, be if you funny, haven't seen though, the extended if, version, you gotta, gotta check that it'd out. It'd be funny if, like, Gimli just happened to be raised by, like, uh, like a couple of gay dwarfs. And, like, he actually, like, lived dwarfs. in a colony for gay dwarves. And actually, there are plenty of dwarf women, and they were gorgeous and really effeminate, and he just didn't realize that, because, like, he'd only been around, like, he just lived in the gay dwarf colony. Also, are we to think that Gimli is a gay dwarf? Oh, yeah. Because he, he doesn't settle down until he really, 
he settles down with Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to the Valinor together. Like, I mean, there's 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 a little bit of gayness there, right? What does Gimli go to Valinor? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah Legolas fly. takes him there. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, they those two go together, and that's like. That's like the final nail in his gay coffin, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have any dwarves been to fucking Valinor? No, he gets to be the first. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that'd be special. That'd be really great for a dwarf, because, like, they're, you know, not even made by Iluvatar, they're made by, uh, fucking Aule, so. Like, he probably wouldn't have been allowed to go unless he was, right. like, Alyssa's gay partner. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, like, you know, family only. They have elves and. What's a good mashup of their names? Um, Legoli. Gimelas. <laughs> Gimelas. Do you think that there's a sign when you're getting into Valinor that that's like a tall sign that says you have to be at least this high <laughs> to get into the Valinor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had to have stilts. I also, when I was reading stuff, I did not know that Arwen and Elrond. And their family were half elves. Yeah, yeah. Didn't? Yeah. I thought we discussed this on a different podcast. Maybe, Maybe you weren't you here did. for that. Like Ethan brought it up, like descendants of Arendil. I think they're called in the books, like like Elrond half elven. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they actually get to choose whether yeah. they want to be mortal right. or not, which is which makes way Elrond's more sense. Speech to um, Arwen make a lot. Arwen, sense, yeah. no, it, it makes no sense. Because he makes yeah. it out like she just has to live forever even after Aragorn dies. But she can choose to be mortal and then she could die too. Right. Yeah, what the was only... Elrond's human brother's name? Who's also like Aragorn's great, 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 great. great. So that's a little incestual, whatever. The only like thing I can think of past, I guess. With, with that, with like his explanation is like maybe he knew that Arwen was going to or he thought Arwen was going to just choose to be elf anyway. So would Arwen and uh, Aragorn's children be half elves? They get to choose. Yep. As far as I understand, how much dilution until? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Aragorn's uh, well, the, also descended from elves. Yeah, they've they've had that dilution already. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's like it's the the Creole thing from America, like. The drop in the bucket or whatever it was, right? Any is this ringing any bells for anybody? Uh, I don't like if you that. are any any percent black, then you are black. Ah, uh, I mean, I think you're thinking of like Chickasaw. Like or it, in what sense? No, 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 no. Like just like Cherokee. Are you talking about like how people judge you, or like what do you mean? I mean like a sociological like in terms sense of or like an anthropological like sense. old Jim Crow laws and stuff like that. Ah, well, uh, I, okay, I buy that. Sure. I know in apartheid in uh in South Africa, apartheid. fuck you, apartheid, whatever. Like their apartheid. definition, how they separated the races is like that you were black if they stuck a pencil in your hair and it stayed. <laughs> Which by their definition, I'm black. Some kinky haired white. Yeah, people apparently, were yeah, apparently, like all the white people down there had straight hair. Yeah, it's the one drop rule. I know, uh, 
I think for the Cherokee Nation, if you have any Cherokee blood in you. Yeah, this it's, it's that too. I know, I know that there's a limit for Ogallala Sioux, and I know what that limit is because my wife is like one. You tried to join. Yeah, <laughs> my wife is like one sixteenth like uh, Lakota. Um, one of her grandparents. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something I don't fucking know. Um, anyway, like her mother grew up on a Indian reservation. Pine Ridge um, Reservation, and, like, her cousins um, owned the land, like, because there was a ranch on, on the reservation that they owned, like, it was in the family for a long time, but their kids won't be able to own it because their kids, assuming they procreate with white people or, I suppose, any other people other than Native Americans... Does it have to be of what that tribe? What if they procreate with each other? I don't know. But anyway, they're going to be too white to... Like, you have to be, like, 132nd mm. to, like, own tribal land or whatever. But that's, that's the Ogallala. I, I wonder, people, over so, I over know. time, if the pool of people who are oh, yeah. 132nd or greater is going to keep getting smaller and smaller. And so the number actually, of people who are able to own land in the reservation... Native American population is actually going up. Um, like, even percentage-wise. But, like... By whose definitions, though? Yeah, but... Uh, like, like percentage numbers? of, like... <laughs> but, yeah, like, but is like, that in, is that the number of people who are 132nd or greater is going yes. up? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, now you really? just... You said Native American population is going up, but... What, was that just for, like, Lakota, Dakota? Or? That's a good point. It, it, it is... It actually might not be for them, because... Because if it is on... Cherokee, then you will have a lot of people with the one-drop thing... Raising that number, right? Yeah. Um, because you don't have any. Kids. I think it was maybe actually like I think the data I'm basing that off was actually maybe like Winnebago or Omaha tribe. Um, so, yeah. So I mean, yeah, Winnebago's um, going to be doing pretty well because in the future, um, the you know camper that. <laughs> Which is their bears their name, yeah. Their it's, spirit camper. Yeah, it's gonna be, you know <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why of all the things said on this podcast, I suddenly decided to grow a conscience on that one. <laughs> I mean I'm just saying because, like in uh in Spaceballs, they're in a Winnebago, right? Oh that's right. Yeah. Well I'll, although hold up. Is that also long ago in a galaxy far, far away, or is that one actually in the future? I'm not sure that it says. Maybe it's contemporaneous. Maybe it's happening right now. Actually, the Winnebago people are space aliens. I like how this is... uh, In a galaxy near you. Definitely Elrond is Cherokee. Yeah. (laughs) Back full circle again. Oh, no, I looked up his percentages. It's 25% I think it was more than a fourth... well, wasn't Elrond actually, like, part... Fuck, wasn't there, like, some... Yeah. He was part like fuck, a, yeah. Wasn't there, was like, a Maiar or Valar? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he wasn't just... I remember that. So he's kind of like the Hercules of the, um, yeah, of the, uh, Middle Earth. Uh, yeah, I don't think it quite works that way for them. No. What is that, that term that someone that's half... Right, yeah. Demigod. Half God? He is over half Demigod? Elf. Elrond Demigod. is nine sixteenths elf. Six sixteenths. Human and one sixteenth Maya. Yeah. Maya. Maya. Wow. 
I don't think any of that Maya gets transferred to him, really. Yeah, I don't know, Colin, is that for you to decide? His twin Elros chose the mortality of man. All I have to decide is what to do with the time that's given to me. Uh, drink some beer. Hey, Caleb, do you have any more Lord of I'm going with. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had another one. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you meant beer. Caleb, do you have any more beer? I can really okay. drink a beer. So, this, this um, was some thoughts I had during when I was watching uh, Fellowship. Who is the most innocent bystander who gets killed for no reason at all? Did so you I, think of this at Bree? Uh, this is where you first suck. Let's see. Was that no? That wasn't actually the first one. That was the middle one. Oh, it was the fucking guy uh, that the Nazgul cuts his head off as he's going by. <laughs> yeah, uh, the first no one. Was it too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's that guy. Yeah. Poor there's, guy. There's um, the the Night Watch guy at Bree who just has like the gate land on top of him. Yeah. We don't know he's dead. It's it true. could be like a push-up chant from way back. He just pushed that damn thing back up. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times this happens. He puts the wall back up. That's again. what the Nazgul do. They just like, go around and kill like the most random people. And I'm going to go home and beat my wife again because of this. And then, okay, and then here's the third one. Um, when they're breeding the Urukai, there's like there's like the mommy caretaker <laughs> who gets murdered by his baby. Okay, <laughs> choking out takes a little longer than that. I think that one just passed out. Yeah. And I think it likes it. That's why it's there. <laughs> oh yeah, got me again. Look how he's dressed. <laughs> Clearly into that. Okay. Shit. The most innocent bystander who died. I and this. The Lord of the Rings doesn't have like a like a really sad innocent bystander death. I I I feel like I'm going to. It's not that innocent, I suppose. All of the like, innocent they, bystanders are like orcs. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of, like when the Rohirrim are being like fucking attacked by the bands of wild men. Mm, yeah, like the. The mama who show... sends her kids on the horse. Yeah, and they all survive, but it's implied that a lot of others die. Maybe it's the wild men. Because they're poisoned oh, yeah. by a wizard's words to go yeah. fight in a war that they don't belong. Yeah. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah, by Bill Cosby the... The white? <laughs> okay, that, okay, that sounds... That's, that's worse. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Spacey the white. There we go. <laughs> Spacey, the space alien. Also wizard. Also wizard. First class. Yeah, I don't... should have been more prepared. You should have told us this. <laughs> most innocent bystander. I mean, that guy that comes out, he's got like an attack dog with him with the lantern. Who goes that? Like nobody can pass on his fucking road or something. It's not like his driveway. It's a public road. That's his He's job. probably an asshole anyway. So, good riddance, I'm glad he's dead. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Also, okay, side note, Farmer Maggot should really just change to a different name. That's really bad branding. Yeah, I mean, come on. Also, is that his actual name, or is he just a really bad farmer? You know? Maybe he farms maggots. Maybe, like, I have all these crops, and maggots like crops sometimes, so... Well, if he, like, grows mushrooms, I mean, mushrooms grow on decay, so... Yeah. You probably just get, like, a lot of maggots as well. And maybe, like, the hobbit kids these days only, like, you know, 
getting stoned and eating like cupcakes and stuff and nobody eats vegetables anymore so he just like composts them and raises the maggots and then processes them into some sort of like protein rich um, um, cupcake supplement and uh, that's what the whole hobbit economy is based on now yep that's by far the most reasonable explanation for that <laughs> Don't they actually, like, eat with Farmer Maggot in the book? Like, uh, I don't remember if it's Farmer Maggot, but, like, somebody liked that, yeah. They, like, stay at his house. Yeah. Like, one night. It might be Farmer Maggot. The Nazgul? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're actually quite nice dinner guests, believe it or not. <laughs> they get a bad rap. I was not following. I forgot about the protein. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you like, care another it? round of mashed potatoes? Shia! <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright, I'll make with the brandy. <laughs> oh, man. So my wife got a got a letter, like, you know, the old jury duty, duty summons. Of course, she doesn't want to do it. Oh, sh- Like, so when they do the jury wow. selection... All she has to do is say that she has an advanced degree. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll do it. But when they do the jury selection, that's, she just answer every question they ask her is, Shia! <laughs> Man, if, if, the, if the judge, though, goes, there's, there's no, no baggins no- around here. <laughs> They're an inhabitant. That way! That way! <laughs> what do you do? Like, and- and does not immediately disqualify. <laughs> Should we even have this judge here? What the fuck is this doing? Weird. Uh, oh, you'll be the perfect jury person for the, you know, jury of the peers. And it actually is the king of Ang- the witch king of Angmar who's on trial, so. <laughs> Tax evasion. Yeah. I just, I quote Lord of the Rings all the time, like, without realizing it half the time. And, like, outside of you guys and... Eileen and Matt, like, none of my friends like Lord of the Rings. You should drown all of your friends. <laughs> yeah. There's a thought. But something that I say a lot is, like, oh, it's right here. In my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and people just kind of look at me like, yeah, she said that kind of strangely. <laughs> <laughs> is that from one of those Potter movies? <laughs> Whoa. Caleb, I... I think I have the answer to your question here. Okay. Okay. So, when the Uruks are attacking Helm's Deep... Yes. They... They're, you know, they're only bred to go fight. Like, they don't have any choice in their lives at all. Like, if that's not bad enough, I'm not saying that it's the entire army that gets slaughtered that's the bad person to die. But, when they're walking... When they're walking up the causeway, yeah, they have a fuck ton of people just like holding shields <laughs> above their heads so they're not dying. And then these assholes come with a battering <laughs> ram and just <laughs> knock down a bunch of them. And those people die. Like, I'm ready to fight. I've lived my whole life ready to fight. And he gets knocked off the causeway and dies. That's the most useless death in the Lord of the Rings movies. I want to see the movies... From a point of view of that <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, he gets raised as, like, a little... Well, they're never really babby orcs. 
They sort of start off full grown ass yeah. wars. Full grown. Uh, but uh, they used to be still. elves, right? Originally, then Sa- but then yeah. Saruman crossed them with half men so that they could go. That must have been a weird date. Half men? Like wild? I don't know. What what's what's the word? What do they call them? Gandalf talks about it. With like a basically, they have some man in them, which is why they can go out at daytime because normal orcs can't. They're burned by the sun. I'm just imagining like, like Saruman, like like. Preparing a nice candlelit dinner and just <laughs> sitting, like, as a third wheel, tapping his fingers together, like, looking back and forth between, like, this... With goblin men. Goblin. Crossing orcs with goblin men. Which are a thing, apparently. Yeah. So first, yeah, you I, like, I a goblin and a man fuck each other. a goblin dude. Well, goblins can't go out in the sunlight either. What's that called? Maybe, maybe he's like they're bre- he's breeding orcs with goblin, and he just like like goblin said man. the comma like <laughs> goblin men, you know, like so on and so forth. He's breeding orcs with pretty much everything. We've got a couple of them that can fly. They're half moth. <laughs> I think it's goblin men raping human women or goblin women raping. I think you're you're assuming something with the rape here. <laughs> yeah. I think Saruman might actually be quite a nice matchmaker. Yeah. You know, like Ethan His, was saying, he can really set the mood. Nice it's night. not Bill Cosby the Brown. They're, they're the bastard children of Radagast and those rabbits. Oh my God! It's assaulting your fortress because they will just hop right over the walls. <laughs> <laughs> you know not what Radagast the Brown as your enemy is he will ride one of those bastard rabid monstrosities was, straight up your asshole that, that's how he got his name <laughs> the Brown alright I'm gonna crack open another beer and I've got a Lord of the Rings thought after I secure another beer man you I was grab me one I was hoping tonight I was going to be able to play some some video games. I was going to play some football. I'm in I'm in a bowl game in my football game. But man, if I get too drunk, I can't play. On like Madden or what? Shucks. It's a college football game. Just play as Alabama. You win. <laughs> yeah. I fucking lo- I played at Wisconsin. And I fucking lost to Minnesota like an idiot. That's pretty bad. So, they're barely a real team. I also had some thoughts watching uh, the Lord of the Rings extended editions in theater, in a theater. Um, so the first one, like in the extended edition, when they're like leaving, uh, when they're like uh, leaving Lothlorien, and uh, Galadriel is in a swan boat. I thought all the swan boats were destroyed. Can they not just build swan boats? I mean, they're just boats in the shape of swans. Well, but I thought, like, uh, the Teleri, that they were the makers of the swan boats. But they have to have And a then they were all slaughtered and the last of them were destroyed. <laughs> to be right, well, they, they still have the shipwright who is alive who made those. Right? And he ended, ends up going to the Valinor at the end of all this, so he can still make those. Mm. Like, Kirdan, or however the fuck you pronounce his name. Oh, that asshole. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So my second, my second thought my is, second um, thought. so it's, sorry, 
this must be something from the Silmarillion, which I'm not familiar with. These whole this whole swan boat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's special about them? Are they? Do they? They were like, made by the sea elves. Well, you see, they're shaped like swans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that? Is that I don't know. That, I think their their idea is like you know typical elven bullshit. Like this is so good that blah blah blah. Like they're uncapsizable and all that stupid shit. Elves in oh. Lord of the Rings remind me of like people who only buy Apple products. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you know all the elves with like, like, neck beards. They're like oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get in this canoe. It might flip over. Whenever the next line of rings come out, they're always waiting in line a week ahead. Yeah. And the goblins are clearly the Linux users. I can identify with that. Yeah. Yeah. Daylight many, kills them. How many rings do the elves get? Just three. Three? There's, um... What's their reasoning behind Galadriel that? has one, um... Gandalf has one, and Elrond has the other, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. The when, fire one. Do they one. always have them? Yeah. No, it wasn't originally for Gandalf. He got it from somebody else. <laughs> yeah, didn't, <laughs> that, didn't like, Thingol have one? Power. And then they gave, like, when he died or whatever? I thought... I thought Gilgalad had one. Okay, yeah, and that's the one that went to... The fire ring went to Gilgalad. That's Gandalf. the guy who went to live under the sea. In an octopus is gone. Where did he end up going? No. Did he die? Valinor, or he died. Whatever. I can't remember. How the hell do I, I not di- remember? I thought he died. Like he he fought in the. Yeah, he. Di- I'm sure he died at some oh, point. I'm sure. Let me look. I'm I'm googling it. Hold on. He definitely deserved to die. <laughs> and I hope he burns in hell. <laughs> <laughs> How many did the elves get? I just watched this. Three. Three. Three for the elves. Sorry. Nine for men. Who above all else no, desire. No, dwarves didn't get any. Sorry. Or did dwarves they got did. Them. They got seven. Seven or eleven, I forget. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven. The do- yeah. I, but Three. I think Sauron got all of those back. So the dwarves so, like, don't have any. Anymore. So he tricked all these people into taking these rings. Well, he made the one ring after. Because wasn't it actually someone else... Yeah, there was an elf that he got to actually, like, make the, right. the rings themselves. This is in, um, if you if you ever play um, um, Shadow of Mordor, that's, this is, like, what, this is about that story. <laughs> Basically, you play as a, um, a ranger in the time yes. of, like, the War of the Ring. Just better. Who uh, is in, like, um, Ithilien. But he's like possessed by the spirit of this elf who helped forge the rings. Oh yeah, uh, and so it's like all about that story of like how that happened. Yeah, the game was a little too scary. Oh, so so Gilgalad did die in um, the first war for the ring, in that final battle. He like caught a arrow to the knee or something. <laughs> I assume he caught a big, giant Sauron club to the face. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do, bitch. And if Sauron hadn't just grabbed that thing and swung around in circles, he would have been completely <laughs> impenetrable. Just don't reach for anything. He just needed to listen to Anakin. <laughs> Try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prequel news. Crossover. Excellent. <laughs> 
So my thought, um, besides the squad boats, um, Smeagol's penis. No, <laughs> no. Smeagol's ball sack. So, in the... Like, it, it's interesting how, like, the loincloth is always, like... He's jumping around, he's moving around and everything, and it's always, like, perfectly covering his junk. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was all, you know, Andy Serkis jumping around and probably, like, that black leotard thing they wear when they do motion capture. Like, the green leotard thing they do when they do motion capture. with the ball sack hanging out. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, that loincloth seems to, like, the way he jumps around, it seems to obey the laws of physics. Um, like, there's some physics engine on the rendering for that loincloth, so that moves naturally. I mean, so they have to, like, tell them, like, okay, pretend that there's a loincloth here and move in such a way that it would cover your balls. Maybe he doesn't have any anymore. The ring literally took his balls. Well, I mean, he's, like, what, 300 years old? How old is Gollum at that point? Oh, more than that, right? Or, I don't, well, I don't know, actually. What was the question? How, How old, old is Gollum? Gollum? Like, in the movies? Yeah. Oh shit! What, I think they do say at some point. I mean, so his like, balls should he's be at like least five hundred, right? Five hundred, yeah. Like his testicles should be dragging on the ground. <laughs> like maybe they got nibbled off by fish in that pond under the mountain. <laughs> Man, if only we had fans, we could figure out some of this stuff. Like somebody would write in. I was trying to look up. Okay, about those three rings. The three rings were Vilya, Nenya, and Narya. The rings Vilya and Narya went to Elven High King Gilgalad of Linden. Like he got two, and then he gave them to Círdan, the shipwright, the guy who made the swan boats, and Elrond. (laughs) Okay. Like Steve Jobs. (laughs) So one of the guys like, I'm gonna get this great ring of power that's gonna give me the you know so much power. I don't know what the power does, but it gives me so much power. What am I gonna use it for? Swan boats. Swan boats. He's just like One that's less stupid than the rest. Yeah. There you go. Do that. Have your choice. Uh, uh, I guess maybe um, how the new doctor will be female. I've met her earwax. So, Ethan, I... Um, I <laughs> uh, I've, um, I've heard that the new doctor is a woman. Hello? What's up with that? You know? Who's to say that none of the previous doctors weren't female? And just like, like super butch? Well, there was a part when he Matt Smith body, became the doctor and he thought, because his hair was long, he's like, I'm a woman! Yeah. Like, they, uh, implying this time, I'm a woman, instead of 
they they actually this had been set up or they kind of set the stage of this in previous seasons when because in the in like the second season or like the first season with is the first or second season with Peter Capaldi when they go to Gallifrey and that uh, one person gets like shot and then regenerates as a woman and they're like finally I'm the right gender oh um, oh so I mean the stage has been set yeah. And yeah, and yeah, there was that thing with Matt Smith. So the the canon had previously established that this could happen. Um, so it, it's not like it's not anti-canon. I'm just really pissed off that it wasn't Richard, uh, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people Boss. were pushing for that. Oh my god, that'd have been so fucking great. Would it have? <laughs> He's a really silly person. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I never thought that that was gonna happen. I actually, I didn't finish Capaldi, and I haven't seen The Woman Doctor. I didn't finish Capaldi either. Um, I, I need to. I would like to. I, I liked Capaldi. People, a lot of people hated him because he's, like, old or something, but I thought he was a good doctor. Dude, I thought that the, like, one of the most badass Doctor Who episodes was, uh, uh, Heaven, was it Heaven Sent? The one with, uh, the one with, like, the solid diamond wall. Oh so yeah, that. that was really. He just punches badass. it for eons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Like, oh, there's a saying that there's a that there's a mountain made of granite, and every thousand years, a hummingbird flies out and sharpens its beak. And when that mountain is ground down to nothing by the hummingbird's beak, then not a single second of eternity will pass. And most people say eternity is really long, and I say that's a hell of a bird. Any, yeah, yeah, that was really badass. Yeah, he's really, I think, putting too much uh, emphasis on like the bird angle. <laughs> Dude, I always work the bird angle. <laughs> yeah, that was a really badass episode. Do you guys um, think people will love or hate the female doctor? If she does a good job, people will like it. So, it's, so it's she has not come out like yet. It. Is that it? They filmed it, yeah, but they haven't actually, like, because I think it's, okay. like, this year's Christmas special where she's, or whatever. Hmm, okay. Is it, like, it's what? Kind of... So they don't have the, um, the episode with, like, Capaldi leaving and the female coming in? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Caleb, you've seen up to the end, haven't you? <laughs> no, I was just making a joke about beating off Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Though, oh, uh, okay. Oops. <laughs> but you know oh, what? Yeah. Some of the other ones, like, sometimes would be you the last thing say, that... I want to be a woman at the end, like, as you finish. So that's sometimes, a little bit... The, <laughs> the very last thing in the season would be, like, the transformation. Like, the last, like, 30 seconds, the Doctor would regenerate into the new form. Um... So maybe that's already happened, but there actually hasn't been a substantial episode with the new Doctor yet. I yeah. don't know. Um, but, see, in theory, like, it could be fine, but I'm a little bit suspicious in that their motives are they're trying to go out of their way to do it. And they're like, oh, look what we're doing. Like, but what, where was going to be... Where were you going to avoid that, right? If you're going to have the first female Doctor, like... I feel like, like if they'd done it... A... Go on. I feel like they'd done it, like, five years ago or something, or... Like, right, yeah. when you first started watching. <laughs> right, well, no. I mean, there's been... There was so much talk about, oh, maybe it could be a female doctor, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, there was such a big deal made out of it 
Um, and not just by people bitching about it, which will always happen until the end of time, but I feel like by BBC. Um, there's such a big deal made out of it that I'm, I'm kind of, there's a, I'm kind of afraid they might try and lean into it too hard, which I think would completely defeat the purpose of having, like, oh, it's the same person, they're just in a different ginger now. What, what is the purpose? The purpose of what? You're like, you would defeat the purpose of Oh, well, having... the purpose of, like, having the doctor be able to, like, be male or female is like, oh, it's the same person. Sometimes it's a different gender, but it's so... I mean, the purpose is then they could bring on, like, some, like, stud companion to be like... No, right, I that is the be. right answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many doctors have there been? Well, I mean, I think to start with, like, the first seven, eight, I think they thought, like, the doctor has to be a man. Like, it started as a man, you gotta go from man to man to man. Yeah. There was always an English man. And to be honest, I mean, it was obviously one of those things that was written in the script script to account for external factors. It was outside the story, but then that became part of canon. At at least with... Capaldi, we got a different accent finally. Yes, you finally got something other than just British. Yeah, well, we even though British, just not yeah, not English. <laughs> even, even though we've had non-British doctors, they changed to a British accent. That's right. Yeah, because Matt uh, or excuse me, uh, no, David, David Tennant is Scottish. Scottish. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. That was kind of funny. Uh, he had a, he was on. Um, Chris Hardwick's uh, podcast. Oh yeah, the Nerdist or ID10T. Um, yeah, yeah, and they, they interviewed him and they asked him about this, like, because he's Scottish, and they asked him about like, you know, you're Scottish but you adopted like a more or less like a posh English accent for playing the Doctor, and uh, I I don't remember what he gave as his. People have trouble understanding. I mean, he would be more like a Sean Connery than like a, you know, indistinguishable, like, you know, Braveheart sort of character. I mean, flip that lever, you Kyle. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. You're welcome. <laughs> Calling everybody a cow. <laughs> I would actually, I would love to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I would also like to watch that. <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean they, would, they would make it. He, he would tone it back, right? So that normal people could understand what the hell they're saying. But still, for some reason, they decided to not go with that and have and have Tennant do basically uh, affected accent for the parts. Right, right. All right, speaking of Doctor, I just watched... The end of the Vincent Van Gogh episode today, you know, just so I could cry a little bit. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you like to feel feelings. I know yeah. What you mean. Fucking good. I should. I should watch that whole thing tonight instead of playing my fucking Nintendo. Sometimes I have a good day, cry. You just. You just gotta kill yourself. You should listen, <laughs> and then after you're done, you should listen to Starry Night by Don McLean. Okay, so Don McQueen. So the the reason I watched the end of that was because I was on Reddit 
and there was a question on Ask Reddit, what is the saddest song that you know of? And this had popped up as a question probably like six months ago. Saddest song. And I got on there and I said, Vincent by Don McLean. Sorry. And I meant Vincent. I said Starry Night. Starry, Starry Night? Yeah. Um, and I, I, there was like three people like upvote. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's pretty well. <laughs> and then that same, that same question popped today. And I like, oh yeah, I remember this happening like half a year ago. I clicked on it. The most upvotes was fucking Vincent. What, one and a half thousand upvotes. Like, fuck all of you guys, you sons of bitches. You just gotta get in there at the right yeah. time. Yeah. All Reddit is about is like, you gotta, you gotta be the first to say anything. First! You say first, you'll get about 300. Yeah. That was really, I think, more of a YouTube thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the YouTube comments was like people saying first. And for some reason, like that, because like I think even YouTube comments you could vote, and for some reason that would get voted. I don't know why. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was, no. it was a lot of it was like three thousand people. Like first, oh, oh shit, somebody else got it. You know what? Respect. Upvote <laughs> that. You got me. You got me. Game recognize game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Remember back before, like, when, like, everything had a comment section before half we had to, like, disable theirs because of assholes? Racist. Yeah, yeah, CNN used to have a comment section. It was terrible. Oh, I, I remember that. It's like almost, I, w- I was sad when I lost that. are almost always terrible. Yeah, I think it was... Was it the Charlottesville rally that, like, a ton of them just... A ton of, like, news organizations and both that just got rid of the comment section? Which, to be fair, I mean, it's kind of like, well, I mean, what's the point? yeah, what's the what's the point anyway? Like, well, you know, this is like the the well researched, you know, sources cited version of it. Now, what is some random asshole thing? Yeah, exactly. It's like it, by putting them together on the same page, you're sort of like giving them an equal stage yeah. almost, and uh, often that's uh, totally undeserved. In fact, almost always. Yeah. And, and it's like they're at this weird place where not, like, no normal people have, like, accounts on CNN. They're like, yeah, I'm going to go on CNN today and spend some time and give some nice, you know, thoughtful yeah. comments on right, some articles. Yeah. No, it's it's like, no, I'm outraged soon. about this. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I had to let CNN know what the hell yeah, I the best The best case scenario for a CNN commenter is that they are just incredibly lonely and have no life, you know. I don't know, <laughs> I... I always hate, like, you know, there are sites now that have gone from your site anonymous comments to log in with Facebook, which is, you know, less anonymous, but can be, I suppose. And I remember with this with ESPN, and I'd have comment chats with people on there about sports, and, like, people won't, I guess, won't shit on me personally for whatever I'm thinking. And I know this is pretty illogical, but now you have to log in with Facebook to leave a comment. I'm like, I'm not leaving any comments. My family will see that I don't know very well how to blitz a free safety in a third and long situation. Colin, let me lay your concerns to rest. 
We all already know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just texting your mom right now. Hey, you know how Colin doesn't know how to blitz? And she's like, I know! He, he's yeah. never been able to figure it out and make fun yeah. of him every Christmas. And you told us how you've been, like, job hunting Colin, like, uh, or, you know, just sitting that, sending out resumes. Like, I've been tracking down all of the companies you've sent resumes to and be like, before you invite this guy into an interview, you should know. He doesn't know how to blitz in a third long situation. That's a good public service. <laughs> yeah. You're keeping them from making a big mistake. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, our job description said, looking for a person named Colin with a giant nose and an encyclopedic Lord of the Rings knowledge. <laughs> we thought it was the perfect fit. It turns out he doesn't know how to blitz on a third and long situation. <laughs> yeah. Resume is straight in trash. I'm uh, glad you guys fixed that weird, awkward tangent that I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I think, uh, I think that makes a, a whole nother pod. It does. Um, by the way, listener, um, sorry about the delay for all of these. Sometimes we don't get to recording one, sometimes we record them and our editor is a piece of stupid <laughs> shit. I put, that, I put that on my business card. It's like, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is Caleb's editing service. Da 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 da, literal stupid piece of shit. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Slazoom trademark podcast. Ethan's drunk. He's going to have to pass out. Right. Speaking in tongues, as his people tend to do. And until next time, listener, goodbye. Give yourself a hand. Job. Guys, give the listener a hand, please. Yeah. Please clap. <laughs> <laughs> a Jeb Bush throwback. <laughs> wow. You know, some 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 men's words ring through the ages, <laughs> whether they'd like them to or not.